Johnny, do you want to uh, do you want to get us started? <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special uh, episode 137 of the Raceable Podcast, um, featuring uh, our very first attempt at a webinar format. Uh, I'm Andy Welfley. I'm holed up in San Francisco, and I'm joined by Johnny over in Charm City and Tim in Johnson City, Tennessee. Hey, guys. How you, how you doing? Hey. hey. Hanging in there. Yeah. So um, I, I definitely owe somebody a pencil because I'm going to say here that uh, the world is in crisis right now as COVID-19 s- spreads through nations and cities across the globe. A lot of us are spending our days stuck at home and work looks very different for a lot of different people. But life feels very strange these days and it's difficult to know what to do. So we were thinking, what can we do to help even if it's just a small amount for, for a little bit? Well, as pencil podcasters, we all know a lot about stationery and we use it every day. So we decided to depart from our usual recording schedule to bring you an episode featuring some suggestions to help keep your wits about you during this time. And we're bringing it to you live. So at the end, we're going to try to figure out how to invite our listeners to share how they're using stationery to cope with life in the pandemic. So, um, so we, are, we are using Zoom. And thank you for the, wow, 63 people who are joining us. Um, we are... Uh, Definitely, I'm learning how to use this as we go, um, but many of you have found the chat pod, uh, the little chat area down the side. Feel free to talk to us and talk, to your, talk amongst yourselves there. Um, and then also, we can, um, we can take questions uh, over in the Q&A chat pod, um, Q&A tab. And uh, what we're going to try to do is, if you have a question to ask in there, I think I can uh, put you live, like basically invite you to come chat on the show if you have like a microphone hooked up. Um, if you'd rather not do that, that's totally cool. Um, we can answer it just kind of as we go. But um, I wanted to uh, give you that option. So, um, yeah. You guys ready? Ready to do this? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So, um, so first, just a quick check-in because I think that like it's it's important to know how we're all doing. Um, how you doing? How's the status of where you are? How you holding up, Johnny? Um, so we have a very proactive governor. So today, we don't have the order to shelter in place, but they closed the rest of the businesses that are not essential. Um, but there's a huge list of things that are essential. So basically you can't go to like the cool little boutiques, which were mostly closed anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> schools are closed this week. Officially we go back Monday, but that's obviously not going to happen. And um, yeah, you know, I think it's the same as everywhere else. People are hoarding toilet paper and alcohol and frozen pizza. As, as you do. Apparently those I are am, supplies. I'm not ordering any of these things, but I do have several pounds of coffee. Oh, good. Well, priorities, right? Yeah. How are you, Tim? Doing okay. Yeah, we've been at home a lot like most people have. We Tennessee is definitely taking one of the – they're taking more of the stance of – here's what we think you should do. That's coming from the governor. Like, here's what we think you should do, but every local area can just decide for themselves, yeah. which means that we're all going to end up in the same place eventually, but just a lot slower. So it yeah. makes us a little more concerned. So we haven't been going out at all. I had a, both of us actually had several meetings today and we were just doing them telling everybody like, we're just going to speak our phone in, even though they were meeting in person just because it seems stupid because we just don't know because testing is like just starting in our area. So yeah. I've gone, I mean, all in all, pretty well, keeping the kids busy, which is a lot of work. But uh, <laughs> but we've been having 
having a good time. Nice. Things here in San Francisco are mostly fine. I'm, I mean, we're all hunkered down. Um, we've, this is what, like day eight of the shelter in place policy. It started last week. We were, I think one of the first, I think we might've been the first municipality in the country to, to do that. And the state has, has followed suit. Um, so it's really like for people who aren't sure what shelter in place is, yes, we can leave home, um, mostly for, um, uh, essential travel, groceries, medical care, things like that. Um, but lots of people are, you know, taking walks around the neighborhood and getting exercise. And yesterday we had some, some friends stop by. In other words, they stood in the street and we stood way up on the driveway and had a little chat. So, um, yeah, we're still, um, we're still able to get out and do stuff. There's no locks on doors or anything like that. So, um, have you guys done the, uh, we did like a virtual happy hour with some friends. Have you done that yet? Um, yeah, fun. we, we like did a lot of checking Skype in with thing. family. Just, yeah. yeah. We just did like a group Skype thing with, uh, it was like six friends or I guess three groups of friends, like couples, three couples. And we just like talked for like an hour and a half, which was a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. That's really nice. Um, last Thursday we tried out, um, I have a small team at work that I manage and we all had a virtual happy hour and that was, that was interesting. We're learning the sort of upper limits of like how many people you can have on a call before conversation just stops because everybody's trying to talk at once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the answer is seven, seven people. Seven. Good. I'm write that down. <laughs> yeah. Or for, for us, that was, Hey, Hey, Nicole. Our friend Nicole from, uh, well, from Musgrave, not from Musgrave, but working from Musgrave, uh, just said hi in the Hello. chat. So we have about 76 attendees, which is pretty, pretty amazing. What? Yeah. Cheers, water. Cheers. <laughs> we're all, well, we're, we're going to get to tools of the trade and find out what we're all consuming and, and, uh, and writing with and on. Um, and spoiler LaCroix. Um, but Tim, <laughs> Tim, do you want to, do you want to tell us about what you're consuming? Sure. I mean, the big one hasn't changed much since our last recording because it hasn't been that long, but I, I was talking about that rise of Theodore Roosevelt books. I'm still reading that because it's like 700 pages long. It's massive. So I'm still reading that, but I did start reading and, uh, just yesterday started reading the circle, which we've talked about before by Dave Eggers. Um, and the reason being that through a relative's book club, I'm going to get to talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> and so I am super excited about that. And so I had and so their, their book club read the circle and, and she FaceTimed me out of nowhere. She's not somebody who I, you know, FaceTime with very often. It was like kind of a surprise and I answered it. I was like, Oh, Hey, here are the kids. And she's like, Hey, actually I need to talk to you <laughs> because um, Dave Eckers, his like publicist or whatever said, yes. Uh, that he he met, that he's willing to do this, uh, which is super interesting. And also, just yeah. for everybody's reference, uh, I was like, "How did you do that? How did you manage to figure that out?" And she said, "I just asked him." <laughs> so, <laughs> so as they, eighty people go bug Dave Eggers on Twitter now. Yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. And she, and she, well, he's definitely not on Twitter. He's like famously on nothing, which is kind of crazy. Oh. He's like yeah. he won't even uh, video chat. He just he's only doing like speakerphone or whatever. But uh. Yeah, and she was like, "I'm thinking about asking Rafael Nadal if he'll come to my tennis club because <laughs> it worked with Dave, with Dave Eggers." So, uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm reading the Circle, which is his his book about uh, like the yeah, I mean like the tech 
social networking companies. Um, Andy, you, you've talked about it before on the show because you 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 read it at a either opportune or inopportune time. Right. I read it when I was um, on the plane traveling, moving from Indiana to California to go work at Facebook. So it was definitely a weird headspace to be in to read that book. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cool. So we, Jane and I are watching, or actually just finally, we just finished Madam Secretary, which is a show that we both really love. It's kind of our uh, West Wing light that we've, we've enjoyed. <laughs> um, definitely one worth watching again. So we, we just finished the, the whole series because it's done now. So we finished season six. It was very good. So it's an excellent show. And lastly, just as kind of a pick me up around the house as we're listening to music, we've been spending a lot of time listening to Van Morrison. Hmm, nice. So that seems like a it, it's felt like a great choice during these times. And so the Van Morrison Pandora station has been on heavy rotation in our house. Yeah. And I am writing with this guy. I've been writing with it all day. My Blisdell calculator. Because uh? YOLO. Right, <laughs> my new favorite category of pencils, YOLO pencils, which I'm going to talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the this is the time now more yeah, than ever. <laughs> I'm saying, sharpen those things up, write with them, have fun with them. So I'm, I have been using that today, Blaisdell, and I'm writing with I have one too. my uh, nice uh, writing with my new Write Notepads hardback notebook, which I, oh, I started nice. using yesterday. Because uh, my my exist, I was using that Blackwing Slate, which is blank pages and the kids and I've been doing so much drawing and doodling and stuff that I've, I've turned that into my doodle book because it's got nice paper for that. And I'm using this for my, for my journal, the, the right notepads. Thanks. Yeah. How about you, Danny? Um, so I want to read more, but I've been watching a lot of TV. Um, we've been watching DCI banks, which is a British crime drama. It's on Amazon, I think, but it's one of those things where it's like a 45 minute episode. Oh, but that's only half fit. You have to watch the other 45 minutes. So you always feel kind of naughty on a weeknight. Like, let's watch another one. Um, that's like good and immersive. We just watched uh, The Coldest Game with uh, Bill Pullman on Netflix about the chess tournament and the Cold War, which was super good. Like, Bill Pullman was amazing. Um, I just discovered Dharma and Greg's on Hulu. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. That is a that is a call from the pet call to the past for sure. I think it came out the year I started college, so this is making me feel super old. Came out the like, year wow, I started those, high school. Those are baggy jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I started 100 Years of Solitude, but like this is not the right time to read that book. Wait, so it's been slow going. Wait, what are you reading while you're in 100 Years of Solitude? <laughs> it's meta. <laughs> Um, and finally, so I just, I don't know why I felt like listening to Nirvana and I just realized that I've been wrong for, you know, 30 years and Bleach is their best one. <laughs> so nice. that's it. And I'm writing with an Eberhard Faber American Naturals that's hey. a little younger than I am and scratchy and delicious. I love it. And sure. I'm using eight. Hey, Asha. <laughs> hey, Asha's butt. <laughs> 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 it's your your origin pencil, right? Yes. This is I have um four or five iterations of it that Frankie thinks I should do a post about and call it pencil evolution. Oh so, yeah. That'd be fun to do over break. And I'm nice. finishing up right notepads, uh black elk. Nice. Cool. And drinking Topo Chico. Oh yeah. 
I found it in the fridge. I don't know how long it's been there, but it's water, so it's fine. Oh, oh Johnny, don't you wish you had a cat to show us on camera? Nope. <laughs> this is Sebastian. I would be on Benadryl all the time. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be here for sure. Yeah. Say something in the microphone. <laughs> okay, he does not want to be here. <laughs> uh um what am i consuming um getting i have been watching now that i'm working from home um we've been taking our lunch breaks together and watching episodes of house hunters during lunch which if ever you've seen house hunters it's a show on hdtv where uh people look at three different houses and kind of walk through them and decide on them and like i suddenly get why some people talk about how they love to hate watch things because (laughs) the people on house hunters are the worst. They never agree. There's always something like just some big problem that the poor realtor has to like kind of get them through. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good lunchtime show. So you can eat your sandwich and yell at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Like any good American. Like any good American. Uh, Johnny, we, we signed up yesterday for a uh, seven-day trial of BritBox. Ooh, oh, my God. So, so much good stuff on there. We've just been looking through that. Um, the only things we actually have watched on it so far are the half-an-hour uh, special called Young Hyacinth, which is Hyacinth Bucket from Are You Being Served? Uh, excuse me, from Keep It Up Appearances, uh, but like a prequel. <laughs> it was quite good and quite bad at the same time. Um, and then uh, also um, the Are You Being Served remake from 2016 where they just recorded a half an hour pilot episode where they like recast all the characters from Are You Being Served, uh, which is this show that takes place at a department store in like the 70s and 80s. Um, also very good. Uh, I love the original show and they recast them really, really well. But we found lots of good um, uh, lots of good stuff for, for future watching on there. So yeah, great box. Um, and then also I've been consuming, Oh, something I think is relevant to everybody's interests here is a podcast called the shelf life, um, which is oh, yeah. created by yeah. our friend, Harry Marks. And at one point stars, not stars, uh, there's voice appearances by the three of us uh, and other people too. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a podcast sitcom complete with a laugh track. Um, so it's pretty good. The first episode is out. It's delightful. I love that first, at the beginning it says this episode was recorded live in front of a fake studio audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good. So, um, in future episodes, you'll start to see more of, uh, or you start to hear some familiar voices. Um, and if anybody listens to the 1857 podcast, uh, you know that, um, uh, Stuart Lennon is is a main a main voice on that. So mm-hmm. uh, have a listen to that. Um, don't know how we're going to share show notes with you, but when we publish this on the web, I'll make sure to include show notes and also um, uh, just yeah, look in your podcast directories for the shelf life. That's that's that. Um, and I am um, still reading the book that I was reading last week um, when we recorded our last episode, which is uh, The Future of Another Timeline by Annalie Newitz. Um, still working my way through that. And um, thinking about reading, there's a, a, a book of essays by Charles Bukowski called On Cats. He has a series of essays about cats that I'm... Have you ever read this, Tim? No, no. I've actually never read any Bukowski, so he's one that I've just generally skipped that I probably yeah. thought I would have hit at some point, but 
I'm not a necessarily a huge fan of Charles Bukowski, like in general, but like mm-hmm. I would definitely read his writing specifically about cats. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me how it is. Yeah. And I am writing with uh, a freshly sharpened uh, Musgrave test scoring 100 pencil. And I'm writing in my freshly cracked open um, Lich term red dot notebook with a really beautiful sticker Ooh. on the front of Sutro Tower, which is a San Francisco landmark. Has these really beautiful like red um, line pages and the dot grid on the inside is can't see it in this camera, but it's, it's also red. And I'll be talking a little bit more about it uh, later in this episode about what I'm doing with this notebook. Our lich terms don't always come with the pen loop, do they? No, I, um, as soon as I got this, I ordered a pen loop on Amazon. Um, they have so many colors, but they don't come standard with it, but they cost oh. like six bucks on Amazon or on it, like your the, local stationer. Yeah. That's the adhesive one that sticks on. Yeah, yeah, just sticks. Um, I just stuck this to the little envelope in the back. Yeah, yeah. And I like Anything to stick mine those. about two thirds of the way up um, because mm-hmm. that way I can tell at a glance if this is uh, if this is up or down. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, we are skipping our usual um, Fresh Points section of this show um, because it's a, it's a very special episode. Um, and uh, we're going to go through um, just activities and things that are kind of keeping us occupied and maybe some suggestions um, how you can stay occupied uh, during your, your sheltering in place and your uh, social distancing and whatever else your community is calling it. So um, I definitely invite you to ask questions in the chat pod. Uh, excuse me, in the Q&A pod. Um, we'll, uh, we'll have some, some time where we'll open it up to just discussion and chat with y'all. So, um, yeah, please feel free to do that. Um, how do you guys want to start this? Um, just talk about, like, some, some things we've been doing that involve stationary, some ways we can, yeah. ways that we're coping. Um, yeah. yeah Johnny, how about, do, you, do you want to start with some... Sure. Something um, you've been up to? So I've been writing tons and tons of letters. Um, I, you know, I usually write a couple a week. Now I'm usually writing a couple a day. Um, the postal service will deliver you stamps for a dollar thirty, and you can get oh, wow. a good variety of stuff, which is cool. I have some Halloween ones on the way. Yes. <laughs> um, they uh. So my kids and I made postcards, which I don't think was very successful because half of them didn't make it because there was a lot of glue. So oh. that's not the best idea. But my kids are writing letters to folks. Um, they sent something to Nicole's kids and Nick's kid in Australia recently. Mm-hmm. And um, some like the Henry's older have been that, communicating. No, yeah, we got a return, they, they, return message from my Henry coming soon. So yeah. Um, <laughs> My Henry is like, he doesn't want to write that much. So he just draws really cute pictures. He thinks people will like, it's like a hug on paper. Yeah. He's so funny. <laughs> um, we tried to do some like structuring with the kids. Like Charlotte has a bullet journal. So Henry stole a dot grid, moles, uh, dot grid, yeah, dot grid moleskin for me today. So he could have fun. Like, oh, dude. Um, <laughs> so I made them write out their own schedule for the day. Like we're going to do schoolwork now and reading now and you know, maybe you can do some prodigy later, but um, they did their homework like really fast and blew the whole day up. So it didn't go so well, but um, yeah, like there, there are a lot of fun little things that are analog. The kids can get into, but they tend to require a little more attention 
from parents versus being like, hey, go play on, you know, Amazon free time for a while. But um, yeah, that and the kids have been reading a lot and um, we've sort of been just buying them Legos and books constantly. <laughs> All that money you're not using to eat out is now going into yeah. entertaining, <laughs> entertaining yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, Frankie's not going to work, so he's not taking Uber to work. So that's been a nice book budget. That, you know, they get books anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I'm yeah, sure everything um, with your kids are going just fine and smooth and no problems whatsoever, right? Yeah, I haven't talked to them in days. They just kind of do their <laughs> just their, going off to do their own thing. Doing their schoolwork and not bugging each other at all, not wrestling in the hallways, not chasing the dog around, screaming at each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the same we've read like every book in the house so um <laughs> and that's actually one like johnny you were going to mention you're going to talk about uh reading like and i think that's one big thing in our house has been uh reading things that get your mind off of just what's going on and i think for us and i think for me um, I've been flipping through like in between reading those books that I mentioned earlier, I've been flipping through some of my favorite books that I've already read before, you know, just kind of like these little rereads, uh, which has been really fun to go back through books that you love and not even necessarily uh, commit to reading the whole thing, but just kind of hitting some hot spots and reading it. I did that with uh, East of Eden yesterday. I did that with uh, a land more kind than home by Wiley cash. Uh, and I did that with the brothers K by David James Duncan, some of my favorites. So, uh, and, and the kids have really enjoyed kind of digging into some of their old books. And Henry has been reading some of his old, like basically he doesn't read anymore because he's older, reading those to his sister more during break, which has been a really cool development. So we're trying to block off a couple hours a day where books are the only permissible item <laughs> in the, what? <laughs> Sorry, in what? the uh, in the chat pod, I was uh, just talking to Charles Berlsheimer and telling him to uh, check out my awesome shirt. That's from years ago. Do you remember Ben Sorrell? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my he made god. That. Yeah. He made that into shirts. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying not to disrupt the conversation. I can't. I can't tell if Johnny really. is frozen or if he's just still shocked. Uh, <laughs> <He's> okay. <stuck. laughs> you, you got stuck like. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, yeah, I was, I don't know. I haven't been reading many, um, I guess like non-genre fiction or nonfiction. I've mostly just been reading my very sort of escapist science fiction, um, book lately. Um, I don't know. I've been having, I've been having trouble getting into a reading headspace at night lately. I think it's just from compulsively checking news <laughs> compulsively checking twitter um but often like i'll just like try to get to sleep by browsing looking through reddit or you know doing something like that i'm trying trying not to i'm trying to like focus a lot more but it's been it's been hard <laughs> yeah i think the most effective distraction we've had so far which i didn't mention in consuming was we've been watching the oceans movies <laughs> <laughs> how many are there now well, there's the original 11, then there's the newer 11 and 12 and 13, and there's Ocean's 8, which is the all-female cast one, which mm-hmm. is the one we watched most recently, which was, I mean, when those movies start, and maybe it's just me, like my personality, but when one of those movies starts, my brain cannot think about anything else except trying to figure out what I'm missing on the screen. So that's, heist movies serve as an excellent 
distraction <laughs> from. I've been thinking about watching. Uh, I saw that Mark Mark Wahlberg is going to be in a movie coming up, and I, I was thinking a lot about the Italian Job. Did you ever watch mm-hmm. that back in mm-hmm. the day? Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a really fun one. Just driving the little Mini Coopers around. I've been thinking about watching that again. Yeah, yeah. See if that holds up. It makes me want to watch The Perfect Storm too. That was one of my favorite movies. Back oh in, yeah. Like oh man, the, and he's yeah, in the movie was terrible. <laughs> the like look was I, watched, I read the book right before I watched the movie and I'm like this they changed the ending. Oh, I, I didn't oh, even know there was don't a know book. what happened. <laughs> the perfect storm. I didn't know there was a book. <gasps> <laughs> On my list, Sebastian Younger. Okay, it's good. Oh, it's good as okay. escape literature. <laughs> oh my god, the book is so good. <laughs> but the is it, it's going to mess up the perfection of the movie, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing about that movie that was perfect is that it was perfectly crappy. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, it was it was well. You can't, you're saying it's like the Wopex of Moose. Oh, Wopexes are awesome. <laughs> Neon Wopex, the Mark Wahlberg <laughs> of pencils, or is it Mark Wo- Mark Wahlberg, the Wopex of actors? <laughs> yeah, that's a little cast movie. Diane Lane's every, awesome. I like her. Yeah, every time I uh, think about Mark Wahlberg, I think about that SNL skit. Mark Wahlberg talks to animals, and he's just like, so "How do your mother <laughs> for me?" <laughs> I forgot about that. Charles says in the chat, Andy probably doesn't remember the original Italian job, and that is that is correct. I was not alive when that came oh, out, but I watched it on quiet. Yeah, I've watched it, it since then, and and also the original or the original Ocean's Eleven, which like I think are still such good movies with such different pacing than their. Oh yeah, I love the original Ocean's Eleven parts. Yeah, yeah. So I think the original Ocean's Eleven was just a chance for like Frank and Dean and Sammy to just like get drunk and <laughs> make a movie. <laughs> yeah. Get even richer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think I could, I could jump in with another kind of like quarantine stationary activity, Yeah, uh, which is, I, I alluded to it earlier, but I just really felt compelled to... Like on a daily basis, as I'm using stuff and carrying it around to work and around during the day, I try to commit myself to finishing things and actually getting done with things. But when we're we're home, I just like kind of gave my permission to use some stuff that I typically wouldn't use, you know. So like, hence using like a calculator. Wisedale. Yeah, like using using a, a, a awfully expensive pencil just because. I mean, I've got one to I, the whole plan is I have one to use and I have one to save. And so what better time to like make use of it and journal with it and stuff like that than right now. And also even with notebooks, like giving myself permission to just get myself into a position where I love the things that I'm using. Cause I've got that, the Blackwing slate notebook, which I love, but it's one of those things I think you probably, I know you guys have experienced this at some point where a notebook has become clogged up with so many different things that you kind of lose your attachment to it. So it's like, it was a journal for a little while and then I was drafting stuff in it for a while. And then I was jotting down notes in it for a while, which is just like, so now I had my, gave myself permission to just say, that's going to be my new doodle notebook, my drawing notebook with my kids, because I it, it does really well with like some pens and pencils and all that stuff. So, uh, and then I started this right notepad notebook. So yeah, I don't know, just give yeah. myself permission to like use stuff that uh, feels right in the moment. Yeah. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to feel like you're slogging through uh, something, which, you know, not by fault of the, the, the product, but just because, you know, yeah, being really like wanted, wanting something to be really focused. I, it's been a while since I've had a, a journal that stayed a focused journal for 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 an extended period of time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually trying to do a. Uh, 
I don't know, the opposite of a focus journal, which is I'm <laughs> trying to incorporate like to-do lists and work from home productivity into and journaling together. Um, I don't know quite how that's g- going. Uh, if it's, it's a week on and it's, it's still going pretty well. But um, I, I was thinking a, like two things kind of came together. One, I was going to try to I was going to try to bullet journal a little bit more after being, after hanging out with Johnny at his house and uh, watching him just kind of like sort through his bullet journal in the morning and write things down and pull things out and go through it. Um, it was really interesting to just kind of like see the process as Johnny was doing it. Um, it was that combined with the idea that um, somebody, somebody in the, in the group said that uh, we should all be keeping a record of this moment in history and mm-hmm. taking, mm-hmm. doing a journal um, that is water pouring in the background, by the way. I'm not, I swear I'm not peeing. Um, <laughs> we will not stop this off. podcast for any reason. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, got a little, I'm just going. We all have um, buckets under our desk. <laughs> right, yeah. So, that's why we don't wear pants. Do it. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was, uh, so somebody suggested that we keep records of this time in history that like, you know, kids and our grandkids and people are going to really want to, um, want to know like what's happening and what it's like to go through this because this is pretty historical. And then, um, Adam Webb, who is our friend from the take note podcast. I don't know if he's here with us today, but, um, Adam wrote a really good, um, blog post on the take note dot space blog about how he is keeping a coronavirus journal. Um, that was, that was pretty good. In fact, I will, um, for those of you in the chat, I will post paste that in the chat right now. So you can take a look. Um, so I've been trying to do a little bit of both. I figured since I have a new page going for each day, I'm going to also kind of record what I've been thinking and doing. So, um, Nobody, um, <laughs> I didn't have much going on Friday, so I'll show off that, that spread. Um, but basically in my journal, I had a few lines of very quick thoughts and things that are going on. Um, you can't, don't read it, don't read it. Um, and then I have a column for things I need to do today and I have a column for things I need to do in the future. Um, Take a screenshot. Not, <laughs> enhance, enhance. Enhance, enhance, enhance. Um, I, uh, I, that's not really bullet journaling in sort of the Ryder or Carol sense of the word, but it is, um, nice, nice sunglasses, Johnny. Well, he would say whatever works for you is bullet journaling. Okay. He would? I thought he was kind yeah. of a purist. Okay. No, like, you know, there's some, his followers. Yeah. Purists. That's true. He's like, uh, yeah. I, I, they're <laughs> like Ryder, Ryder, Ryder Carol bros. <laughs> the cult of Bujo. Yeah. Yeah. The no. Cult of Bujo. <laughs> You have to belong to that one special group that's for men who bullet journal because apparently we're not supposed the to bullet journal. Less, less than I infiltrated the, the Brojos. Bro <laughs> uh, that was a that was an interesting group. I wonder if they're still around. Bro, bro. <laughs> Uh, let me look at your bujo, bro. <laughs> Anyhow, um, that's the layout that I've sort of evolved into over the last week. Um, and I, um, I am a fan so far, just like a little bit to do list and a little bit just like brief capture of what I'm thinking and feeling that morning. Um, so yeah. are you doing sort of, um, I my bullet journal, um, your bro, mine is like, <laughs> That was a terrible joke. Um, like, I go down on a page and make a line. See this? That's like stuff I need to do. Yeah. And, you know, bullet journaling stuff and the rest of it is all 
like regular journaling. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that as I'm trying to make sure that this layout is adaptable for like, if I have a bunch of stuff I have to get out in journal, but only have a little bit of to do's, um, I can fit, I can fit that in there. But like, I feel like probably at the moment, most of my compulsion to write things down, not compulsion, but like what I'm compelled to write down is to do's. Um, and I, I also need to leave more room so I can journal later in the day. Cause right now I'm doing it just right when I wake up while I'm waiting for my coffee to brew. And mm-hmm. that is not a good time for my brain to be, producing words <laughs> so yeah um so this is this is surprisingly like a lot of people are surprised about how kind of undisciplined i am around uh journaling because i i'm terrible at keeping a journal i'm very bad at it um I, i'm not in the practice of writing things down consistently on a daily basis um i couldn't even do it when i was like had to write a book last year so i'm still i'm still trying to learn and this is so far but like a, a week and a day in it's working pretty well you got the book done we b- barely <laughs> i don't know um michael was my co-author was in this uh in this chat a little bit earlier um so i he knows that there was much wailing and gnashing of teeth uh, in order to make that happen um oh hey <laughs> you just yeah, michael just said can confirm it was just bailey barely <laughs> maybe later we can get michael to come in uh in here with us and yeah can, can do a tell all <laughs> yeah jen um jen says hate to tell you andy i've kept a daily a diary journal since i was 14 every night write a page. That's wow. such a good practice. I know Jan is yep. of a very advanced age, so I'm sure that's been for, for many years. It's <laughs> 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 off. She said <laughs> that, that makes me think of a, did I, last time we recorded, did I talk about the Taylor Swift documentary? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, no, okay. you didn't. You t- I think you talked about it in private to us. Okay. Good. <laughs> talk about it in public. So I watched, <laughs> I watched Miss Americana. Like, I rarely watch things on a whim these days just because your list of things to watch is always like 47 deep, right? That's like just the age we live in. But I just saw it and I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. And I played it and loved it. It was so good. And yeah. in it, she she pulls out all of her notebooks. Have, any, have you watched it? Mm-hmm. No, uh, Caroline, it, Caroline watched it when she was on the show. She talked a little bit about it. That's what I was thinking. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but she, she pulls out and she's been keeping a journal. Yeah, like since she was... Uh, old enough to keep a journal basically. And so she pulls from like, and she starts talking about that throughout the entire documentary. So it's cool. You get to see like all of like her big stack of journals that she's kept over time. Yeah. I wish that was me. I wish I could not, I mean, not just Taylor Swift. I mean, sure. I'd be Taylor Swift. That sounds (laughs) fine. I I just meant like, (laughs) I wish you were Taylor Swift too. Wouldn't it be great if Taylor Swift was on this podcast? (laughs) Thanks, Andy. (laughs) Voices are basically the same. So it's fine. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly it's all about ex-boyfriends. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like this isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ex-boyfriend pencil. Yeah. <laughs> are you? Are you? Um, Volume nineteen eighty nine, Charles. Yeah. Do the Taylor Swift edition. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No. <laughs> I think yeah. that'd be amazing. It's glittery. Yeah. You're talking about how we need a glittery Blackwing because um, somebody's just released a Blackwing um, knockoff that has the elongated ferrule, but it's all sparkly. Who was that? It was somebody posted in the group. What? Um, is it, is like, it Barnes and Noble? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, what that's it. Was, but... Yeah, they had that same um, ferrule that the uh, and it's round. So 
Uh, oh, don't mind me, Johnny's just uh, cleaning. Sorry. That's <laughs> all right. Um, are you um, are you all doing doing anything differently in your analog lives to um, to stay productive while you work from home? Um, t- Tim, what does your day to day look like now that you're teaching online? Not, well, I actually am not yet. So, oh, so okay. we they called our school off, and I've got uh, so they basically extended our spring break by like three days. Mm-hmm. So I'm on spring my official spring break right now. So I don't start teaching until next week. But I did. I mean, I I've been wearing out some legal pads just preparing for some like trying to gather all the ideas I have of stuff that will I think will translate well to Google Classroom. So I've I've made a. a, a I have a legal pad that I've been splitting into sections, kind of like making my own grid. And I've got like a literature section, a writing section, a grammar section, and then just like a creative section. And I'm trying to mix things in so that every day I can do something different. But I, I, we, I've been, this is not stationary related, but I've resorted to just really focusing on Google, uh, Google calendar to organize what my kids are doing, especially Henry, like doing the homeschool thing now. So trying to keep that as organized as possible. But I I have, I like Johnny, I like hearing you say that you have the kids write their own schedules because I think that's a great idea. And so I think having them, giving them that little bit of ownership and being able to use them. And Henry, I have some pictures I'll send you guys later. I mean, he's been doing, doing all of his math homework with a black wing and using a bullet pencil the other day to do his work. So that was <laughs> very happy. So, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. My stationary flow with that kind of stuff is more like I'm in survival mode there. So I don't have, I feel like I don't have the headspace to, to, yeah. to get creative, but I, I will as soon as I get, get situated this next week. Cause we're, we're guaranteed to teach online all of next week. And then they're going to decide whether we're going to keep going or not. Cause North Carolina, uh, shut down schools until May 15th and Virginia just shut down schools for the rest of the year. Like they're just closing. Yeah. Wow. Pretty wild. Yeah. Like I think everyone's going to do that, but in Baltimore it would just be chaos if they told anybody. Hey guys, riding, guys you're done. Yep. <laughs> you said it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. We, um, Productivity wise, I mean, I work at a desk job in an office usually, and it's a very easy transition to uh, working remote. Um, and most of what holds, I feel like most, what holds most of those kind of companies back is just like, you know, kind of mistrust that people are actually going to be productive when they're not like physically present. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Adobe has adopted, adapted pretty well. We've been doing this now. This is going on week three of working all remote. Um, and it's so far been fine. Uh, the first week we had a lot more meetings. Um, people, I think we're trying to like basically a, like feel a little bit more connected, not isolated, but then B, um, uh, show that they, uh, show that they were working by being in meetings and being productive. Um, I don't know if, you know, that's actually true, but that's what it kind of seemed like. Um, and so far so good, right? Like i have a schedule down. I have my regular amount of meetings again. Um, we're just using Slack, which is a chat app a lot more. Um, so yeah, what, I guess what's really nice is I don't have a commute in the morning anymore. So I have a lot more time to just sort of like sit down and make coffee and think about things and collect myself and write a few lines of journaling and, you know, proceed. But, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 
Want to talk about anything else before we just maybe take questions or open up to, to chat yeah. with anybody? Yeah, so, I think. Oh, go ahead, John. Are you guys doing any sort of, um, Oh, Tim, Tim, you mentioned digging deep. Are you doing any organizing? My stuff, yeah, a little. I did a little bit, but my stuff has been pretty organized recently, just with that that the, the pencil organizer. But I did work on my notebook stash, and I like went through um, and weeded out the things that I wasn't sort of dedicated to using at some point, and gave all that stuff to my kids. Um, so that was that was fun. So I, I went through and just kind of weeded out some notebooks that I didn't need. I actually saved a few aside that I'm gonna give as like rewards to students. Nice. So. Uh, I'm going to, for whatever, like just send them to a few students throughout this weird period, just saying, hey, good job. Here's a cool notebook. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We um, uh, spent the weekend just kind of cleaning, cleaning and organizing. Um, <clears throat> we converted, we live in a, like a moderately sized one bedroom apartment. And we um, had like a, the back half of the living room with like a futon in it that we kind of were using as a guest room. And we, we took that out and kind of converted that into more home office space. So the two of us can work from home a little bit simpler. So we spent a lot of time doing that. We bought some new, more comfortable kitchen chairs because I'm set up at the kitchen, kitchen table right here. Um, and I had a dresser full of the things that I did not process after the Baltimore trip. So I had oh, yeah. books and stickers and all sorts of things. And I basically spent the weekend just kind of like sorting that back out into, um, all of the various, um, home office, like cubicles and stuff that I have. So, uh, it was, uh, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty good clean and organizing period. I still have a little bit more to do. We ordered a new bookshelf. Um, that's kind of my like bedroom junk bookshelf. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. That I'm going to try to like sort through, but, um, yeah, we're definitely, this is a good opportunity to clean because we're just, I'm going to be in the space like so much more. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. I went through this weekend. Um, I wanted to see how many, American Naturals I have and um, it turns out I have a lot less pencils than I thought I did because I've been oh. regularly like just you know getting a box together and taking it to the kids school like I'm never going to use these and kids will like them so um, only in the six figures you're saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> but <I'm laughs> busting over um, yeah it's like every time I go through I can find like you know one or two gross of pencils to get rid of or get rid of yeah that i'm never gonna use because <laughs> you know i'm 40 i'm half dead so it's time to start thinking about what i'm gonna live long enough to use um all those 211s um yeah so that was like a nice way to start my weekend after several hours of cleaning to be like oh i thought that i had pencils in this and then i feel a little less horrible about myself so uh, i didn't tackle the notebooks that's a whole other thing because they're all full <laughs> and I can't get rid of them. Do you, I think we've talked about this before, but Tim, you, you get rid of old, no, like used notebooks, right? You don't keep them. Is that, is that correct? The pocket notebooks I don't keep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like full size notebooks. I, I generally keep, unless it's just like full of random lists and stuff then I don't, yeah. but uh, the old, like old field notes and stuff. I don't hold on to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and Johnny, you, you keep all your, all your notebooks, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I also keep, keep on mine. I have a, 
just a drawer full of old notebooks. And honestly, I sometimes enjoy just like going through and looking to see what I was thinking about and what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And if I can interpret some of the like old lists and things in those notebooks, sometimes they're just scribbles or just random words on pages that I'm trying like to remember. Sherlock Holmes story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like I deduce that back then I was thinking, yeah, I, yeah, I usually keep mine, <laughs> keep mine. And unless I've had a couple just like straight up, just fall apart in which case, like, and I think I washed one of mine once and I obviously yeah. couldn't keep that, but yeah, I wanted yeah. to show you guys the stuff when you were here, but I was really embarrassed. It's, it was disorganized <laughs> and you'd be like, how many field notes have you filled out? It's a uh, Johnny, your considering the number of people who live in the apartment, the size that you have, it is remarkably clean and tidy. So I want to, <laughs> I, uh, like that. <laughs> I want everybody here to know that Johnny is an extremely, extremely good host. Oh, mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just about to do it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Uh, Corinne, let's start talking about, uh, 2021. Yes. Um, so any, any other, any other things we want to discuss? I was going to bring up, and I, th- I, I see this in the in the doc, but so Johnny, I think you put it in there, but just I've been drawing more than I think I ever have mm-hmm. in, a, in a week span, which I'm not much of a visual artist. I don't do a lot of drawing, but we have been just in love with the Mo Willems series that is, I know a lot of people have probably been doing the oh, lunch, yeah. lunch, lunch doodles with Mo Willems. Uh, so if you don't know who Mo Willems is, he's a children's book writer and illustrator who's made the pigeon books. Like don't let the pigeon drive the bus. Don't let the pigeon, uh, or the pigeon has a hot dog or whatever. Um, and he also does the, the elephant and piggy books. They're all incredible. They're so good. Our, our kids love them, but he is doing this thing through the Kennedy center in which, in which he is sitting down and recording like a 30 minute video every day, uh, every, every day, Monday through Friday. And he does like a doodle with you or the kids or whatever. I love it just as much as my kids. And then he also gets into, and this is the part that's super fascinating for me. And I think for a lot of people listening would be really fascinating. Uh, he gets into his process for making a book. And so he goes into his archives and he shows you like, Oh, here's the checklist of things I went through to create this book. And then here, and he opens up his drawers and here's the original drawings of this. And, and he shows you his old notebooks and he's got these, I don't know what they are. They, um, this is on video you guys can see, but it's like this like long rec- rectangular shaped notebook that looks like a moleskin but opens wide uh and it has like a belly band on it but that's what he uses on a daily basis and so his work day he talks about using this like wide belly band notebook to just doodle his characters until he comes up with a story until a story rises out of it and so every day he gets into uh where ideas came from how does he develop his style where did that come from and and just going through his archives which he has these drawers and drawers and drawers behind him for all of his books is really fascinating so and he does a good job of explaining all that stuff that like a six-year-old can enjoy it too Mm -hmm. Um, so i've I've just been fascinated by it so that's been awesome i know the the pete the the cat books is also doing something similar Hmm. where he's he's recording videos like almost every day in which he like doodles with the kids. So that's cool too. Yeah. This whole thing has been so fascinating to see like yesterday, uh, Caroline Weaver went, went live on Instagram and took questions and a couple other friends I have are doing various creative projects and they've been streaming live and we're doing this. And this has really been kind of the dearth of, free content, free programming for people remotely has been really, really cool to see. So I wonder how this is just sort of going to affect things moving forward. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. So um, uh, one more thing to mention. Yeah. Like, are you guys doing any sort of um, maintenance? Like, pencil sharpener maintenance what, 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 cases. why did you say that in such a <laughs> in such a sly way yeah you heard a lot of innuendo in there now, what I do, maintenance I'm, like, <laughs> I'm cleaning my pencil case are you manscaping <laughs> pencil scaping so you already know that <laughs> pants check are we all wearing sweatpants here oh no jeans <laughs> I'm wearing some some khakis. Nice. I'm wearing, up to him. I'm wearing, <laughs> wearing sweatpants. Oh wow! Yeah, real pants on, like a big boy pants oh. on, <laughs> like a man. <laughs> Got man pants. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm anyhow. I'm finding lots <laughs> Let's of see. I'm finding dirty pencil cases and pencil cups and stuff and cleaning them a bit. I've not been doing that. I probably should, though. <laughs> so when I wrote the doc, I meant, I said you should use a kneaded eraser, then a plastic eraser, and then a napkin. But I've discovered that a um, – who the hell makes them? Mr. Clean Magic Eraser will no. seriously clean the inside of your pencil box. Those things are incredible. That's like yeah. – those things remind me of the uh, – what was that movie with Jack Black? Envy? Is that what it's called? Where he makes that spray that makes poop go away? Like dog poop? No, you know that's awesome. There's a movie of Jack Black's character like invents this aerosol spray that you spray on dog poop and it disappears, and everybody's like, "Where's all the dog poop going?" Um, whenever I use those those magic erasers, I'm always thinking that I'm like, they just like, disappear. <laughs> they work incredibly well, but it's all just disappeared. So I'm like, I feel like I'm breathing it all into my lungs, but they're they're amazing. Yeah, I yeah. keep hearing from people that they um they don't know how to use them, but use it like a sponge. You use it like an eraser, like mm. that actually works. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I have not been getting that far, but I'm sure as time goes on and we get more and more bored, I've been <laughs> cleaning out my pencil cups. So the only cleaning I've been doing is basically following my kids around the house with a trash can, just like <laughs> oh, yeah. dealing, with, dealing, <laughs> dealing all the, with all their wreckage that they're causing around the house. Different vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Much of it isn't in this room right now, which you can't see. It looks very tidy when you can only see the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah. I see yeah. the poop molecules flying around your head, Tim. <laughs> Just hovering. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Cool. Anything else we wanna wanna make sure we're we're chatting about as far as activities go? Oh I have one more. Yeah. Which is something I haven't done yet, but I've really wanted to do is I got me once having this amount of time in my hands and also doing so much like one-on-one with my kids more than I usually get to because usually at school and I'm at work or whatever. Uh, but I got to thinking about Larry Grimaldi and his uh, scrapbooking method that he does with his daughter, like in their, in their field notes, notebooks. So just a, a shout out to that, like, and maybe we could link to that episode. Cause I think that is a really cool activity for people to do um, yeah. that sort of method of, taking a, a notebook and leaving messages to each other and also like just recording things in kind of a multimedia fashion in a pocket notebook. I think that's something that I really want to want to get into once we get into a groove now that we're basically going to be, we're guaranteed to be in this situation for at least another month. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to, do you want to go through some Q and a? Sure. Totally. Um, I make a so, screen bigger to see people. 
<laughs> so from here on out, um, I, I should say if you, uh, when you ask a question in the Q&A pod, um, if you want to, please let us know if you want to uh, come on live and talk about it, either through audio only or video. I think I can invite you to both. Maybe just audio, we'll see. Um, please, please let me know. Or if you would just rather us like uh, read your question out loud and answer them, we can do that too. So I'm happy to do that. Um, so yeah, just kind of going down the, the chat pod, the Q and a pod here. Uh, Ethan Siegler says, so excited. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you, Ethan. You are awesome. too." Early <laughs> really question, but you know, nice to hear. Thank you very much. Good start. Good start. Yeah. <laughs> um, very, very nice. Sadman, you had a couple, you had a couple questions here and is that, um, do you want to go live or do you want to, um, do you want to, uh, just us to answer your, like read your questions out loud. I can do either one. I don't think Sadman is actually here with us at the moment. Um, so let's see what they say about that and then we can, we can jump back. Um, we have a question from Jason Cobb. Jason Cobb? In the chat. In the, in the Q&A pod? There's a Q&A pod? Oh my God. This yeah, there's a separate... <laughs> wow! Well, we got one. Yes, he's talking about one in the chat. So Jason Cobb yeah, says he's watching with a couple of uh, his daughters, and they want to know how many kids each of us have. Um, actually, we so. can. Let me see if I can. Uh, Jason, if you are, uh, if you have a sound source hooked up, you are now live. We can hear you. Hey, good evening, guys. Hey, hey how's it going? <laughs> it's good to hear you. Wow, yeah. this works. <laughs> I just want to make sure it worked. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got a couple of my daughters here. They enjoy listening uh, with me, Willow and Felicity. Say hi, girls. Hey, Willow. Hey, Felicity. Hello. <laughs> That's cool. I just wanted to know how many kids you guys have. Yeah, too many. Yeah. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go first. I, I have two kids, and I have a daughter named Lila who's three years old. And I have a son named Henry who's six years old. I have three. Um, Charlotte will be 10 in April. Henry will be seven and Rose will be four this summer. And they all do like pencils. (laughs) And I only have fur children. So uh, Sebastian is a cat (laughs) and he is seven and Rupert is a cat and he is five. So, um, my house is considerably less, less chaotic than, than my co-hosts usually. (laughs) Usually. Usually. It's at the middle of the night when they're probably sprinting around in circles around your house. That's true. (laughs) I mean, I assume your, your kids do that too, right? In the middle. They do that all day long. That's that's (laughs) yeah. Cool. Thanks Felicity. Thanks Willow. And thanks Jason. Yeah. I'm going to disable your, your talking now. Um, <laughs> there's got to be a better way to say that. Yeah, there's got to be a better way. Taking away your voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remove. Um, so, um, boy, I'm just kind of going going through the, the list here. Um, uh, so something that... Um, Something that Sadman asked, which um, I don't think he's here anymore. Um, what are what are your thoughts on the Blackwing uh, 840? Uh, they still haven't released in the UK. I'm curious if they were, are worth buying. So we kind of introduced them. We like just had them in our possession during the last episode, um, mm-hmm. but we haven't really. Um, uh, but now we've been with them for like another week or so. So what do we what do we think? Are they are they worth buying? Yeah. Remember, yeah, Charles def- is listening. The- <laughs> 
Oh, here, hold on. Pause. <laughs> was nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mo Willems did that in his first video, yeah. and I laughed my butt. <laughs> yeah. I I think they're great. I think they're. I've been using one before. I sharpened up this test scoring um, 100, and you know, um, the uh, the pearl is not my like the sorry the the medium the balance core is not my favorite of the cores. Um, in fact, I think it's my. Uh, like out of the four cores, I think it's my least favorite, but it's still to say it's pretty nice and I like it a lot. I, I like that gold. Um, it, it's kind of hard to see as the execution of the theme, like as California's coast when it's kind of wrapped around a pencil, but I think it looks really nice. I love the color. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have them in hand, but uh, I, I am more and more attracted to them the more pictures I see because I really like that it has a uh, and like an asymmetrical design to it. I like what you're saying, like where you can't see the whole coast. I actually love that. I love that it's kind of different every direction that you're looking at. It. So, yeah, um, just haven't haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Yeah, um, Paul um, had a question for me, um, and uh, he said, "Please, please, no audio or video." So I'll just read it here. Um, Way back in episode two, which I I need to listen to, that was, that was a deep cut. Uh, you mentioned a pencil holster to be worn on the belt. Care to model it? <laughs> well, a couple things. First, no way to wear in sweatpants. No way to like have a belt. Um, but B, it's also buried away somewhere in my boxes. Um, it is uh, pretty interesting though, and I don't even remember where I got it. Um, but it's basically just a um, little like leather like dongle for my belt that has two slots on it that you can put a pen or pencil in. <laughs> Real nerdy looking. Uh, I have no I, memory of that whatsoever. So no, I mean, I know have exactly to what up. he's talking about. So, um, so I, uh, yeah, I, um, I should figure out where I put that and pull it out. Cause it's, it's pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> it reminds me, it has a biggest, you know, that, um, you know, like boomer dads have the like cell phone on the belt kind of, <laughs> kind of look. Yeah. <laughs> That, that same kind of look to it. <laughs> um, Julie McFarling, McFarling uh, has a question for Johnny, or excuse me, for Tim. Um, and Julie, if you have uh, an audio device on, you are now live and you can ask your question. And if you, if you don't, that's fine too. So the little audio thing has a line through it. Yeah. Uh, looks like. Yeah, looks like she is is muted. So um, I'll just ask the question, uh, Tim. How's the guitar playing going? Oh, it's going great. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, I've been playing a lot more. Actually, just in general, but even like as going into this like crazy quarantine state, I've been playing a ton, and I've been enjoying. I've, I've got this parlor guitar that I've talked about before that I've been playing almost nonstop, and I'm I'm trying to work through. I'm trying to work up a set list. Cause I yeah. want to record like some videos just to like share with friends and family. Um, it was kind of the idea originally. I've got some friends who like to play a lot. And so I was just gonna like swap videos with them and stuff. So I've been practicing some tunes. Uh, Do you have your guitar with uh, you? For that. I don't right now, actually. Sorry. Oh, shucks. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> uh, they're, they're both upstairs actually, but yeah. Um, yeah. And I've been writing some songs. So I've written I got like three or four songs written in the last month, which I've really been. We, we got a really about. nice. We got a really nice preview of one of those songs in person. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna. I, that's one thing I definitely hope to spend some time on over 
just this extended time at home is to take a few evenings and uh, do a better recording. Cause I just shared with them like what I did on music memos, but I'd like to record a better version. And I I'm, I've got plans to get together with uh, my friend Jason, who's co-host of the membership, my other podcast. And we're going to do some, some FaceTime writing sessions to, to write some more music together. So yeah, yeah thanks for asking. I've been playing more yeah. than I have in years. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you. Ethan Siegler, if you are, um, if you have a microphone hooked up, um, you are, you can ask your question for, for Johnny, <laughs> I assume. Well, you guys have spent time here. You could. Yeah. Can you hear me? In. Yes, we can. Hey, yeah. can. that'd be great. I just want to hear that accent live and, and just sick. It was so funny on the podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling on the spot. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what I ought to say in a bar more used to. <laughs> I think Andy and Tim do a pretty good job. They've been here. They met my dad. So that's pretty. So, re- so I can't thing. remember. I can't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but I, I admitted to Johnny that I, for a very long time, thought he was making it up. I had never heard anybody <laughs> use a Baltimore accent. And, and then I hung out a right note that funny. <laughs> oh, no. And then, John, and then Andy and I sat in the back seat of your dad's car with you guys in the front seat and it, like, had a moment of like looking at each other like, oh, oh my God. Johnny, Johnny is, well, first, first we heard Johnny's dad talk and we were like, yeah. Johnny is so channeling his dad. But then we heard his mom talk. Yeah, she's an original hun. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sitting there in like a food hall and she's like oh i'm gonna get some of those ham- like those noodles i can't even, even do it i right. want some nachos, nachos. <laughs> i write about nachos in my beef joe yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that was uh, yeah that was pretty have you ever been well, to baltimore ethan have you heard a baltimore accent live I've never, no, not even close. I didn't even know it was that, that thick or that real of a thing. It's awesome. Johnny is uh, not exaggerating. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you thought I was making it up because that means I successfully covered up most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah we had some, we had some so Lyft weird. drivers you, too. You cover it up really, yeah. really well. That's kind of a surprising thing. <laughs> if, apparently, if I've been drinking, it comes out like big time. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't drink. <laughs> Uh, nice. All right, well, Ethan. Thank you. I'm gonna hit you, put you yeah, back thanks, on mute. But good chatting. Um, Judy. Um, Judy says since meeting in person. Well, actually, um, Judy, do you want to um, go live? And if so, you're here. And if not, that's fine too. Cool. I will. Um, I will take Judy's question. Um, since meeting in person, what is your connection like now? Which is a really good question. Um, yeah. Any, anybody? Anybody? Um, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> take, take him or leave him. It's definitely different. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel sad when we're you know just doing audio. I'm like oh. <laughs> it was such an intensive few days. That was what was so crazy about it. Like you go from you talk to some people for i mean we've been talking for six years online never all in the same room but talking a lot like we have what do we have like 200 hours clocked on skype or something together and some crazy i mean probably more than that and you spend three straight days together like every yeah. moment of every day yeah uh and almost literally because we didn't sleep a whole lot <laughs> we, were, yeah. we were we were up until like we three o'clock in the morning and, uh-huh. and then johnny was making his coffee at seven thirty. so um yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's definitely 
it makes talking a whole uh, a whole lot different. You kind of get a, a better feel for the other person's, um, like I, I know with Andy because I had never been in the same place as Andy before, but like yeah. just being together for the first time and then talking online, it's it's very different because I can kind of read you better, you know, or something. Yeah. I don't, know if, yeah. I don't know if that's it fair. Was, I mean, it was it was a good point. Like we've, I mean, we've been in video chat before, and but for sure, for sure, like just seeing everybody's kind of live mannerisms and the way you mm-hmm. are, and like you know, Tim is his you know whole entire person rather than you know just what I hear online and what I talk through, you know how we talk through text every day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I definitely feel like yeah we we learned that you know this is a friendship that is well past. Um, just having a podcast together, right? Like, yeah, hang out and have fun. There's absolutely zero. There was zero moment of weirdness. Like after we yeah. like met up at the airport, like when you guys came to, to meet me at the airport, it was just like, all right, here we are. We're going. Yeah, we are. There's, no, there's no sort of awkward transition. It's just like, I know these guys, let's go. And that was really fun. Yeah. So thank you, Judy, for your, for your question. Um, I'm trying to think of ones to go through. Johnny, did you want to answer the anonymous attendees um, question? Yeah. Um, are you guys open to new pen pal letters to share, new pen pals to share letters with? Like, yes. Speaking for myself. Yeah, I I can't um, promise a timely response, but I I I think that'd be fun. Um, did, ditto. I've got a I have a pretty poor track record with at least a quick response. So I'll yeah. get I'll get back to you at some point. But yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe we can um, we can put our addresses in the the chat pod, or yeah. how we want to do that. Yeah, Sounds how good. public is that? Or like, yeah, <laughs> good question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And well, maybe maybe the best thing to do is like, um, if y'all are in our Facebook group, um, hit us up at uh, and private messages there. But then also, if you are not, um, yeah, just. Yeah, email us at erasablepodcast at gmail dot com. We can we can exchange physical addresses there. Yeah, that um, sounds great. Almost everybody has my address. If you've ever ordered a um, plumbago or not, but yeah. <laughs> um, Andrew Rice, um, I um, let me see here. Uh, you are oops. So. Uh, it will not allow me to uh, let Andrew talk because you are using an, an older version of Zoom. Um, but I um, am happy to take these questions from you, which is to say, uh, which level of shelter in place are you experiencing? I'll take my answer off the air, oh, which is, yeah, you answered you the go. question right there. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about it in the, um, at the beginning, um, which perhaps you weren't here for, but um, I, I think San Francisco is the probably the strictest right now. Maybe uh, we are we are sheltering in place officially, uh, which means that we're not supposed to leave um, unless it's and it's for essential travel, which could be um, it could be grocery shopping, could be picking up food, it could be caring for for um, people with medical needs, that kind of a thing. Um, nobody's like stopping anybody, but they, they, I've heard tell in the Bay area of people issuing tickets for not maintaining social distance, like citations by the police. Oh, wow. Um, so that's, that's here in San Francisco. Yeah, that's, I, I meant to tell you that we, yeah. uh, we have a, a couple that we're extremely close with that live in Atlanta and they both work for the CDC. And, uh, one of them was, uh, in San Francisco for a while as that, when that ship harbored, uh, <clears throat> kind of processing the ship and doing doing a lot of stuff there. So, 
pretty interesting. Yeah. I was talking to him about that the other day. So here, yeah. here in Tennessee, it's um, <laughs> that we, our governor, are is taking the the stance of here. I'm going to tell you that you shouldn't meet in groups bigger than ten, and I'm going to say all these things about what you should do. But ultimately, I'm going to leave it up to all the different counties to make their own decision, which is annoying because they're all going to end up in the same place eventually which yeah. is really annoying so <clears throat> they they did announce today like an official uh, no restaurants are allowed to open like they can only serve takeout or pick up kind of food so uh, that's that's at least something but they and they said no people in groups larger than 10 but at least in my area where I am people aren't really heating it very much I mean you definitely notice as you drive around um, I had to go out today which I mean this is stupid but I'm just gonna say it we I had to go out today because we have been planning for like a year and a half to buy <laughs> some new appliances and we were waiting for this like sale and so I had to go to Lowe's and buy like multiple appliances today. And I was like freaking out about going. Cause I think our family is taking a stricter stance on it than most people around us are um, for good reason. We think <laughs> so. Um, so we've been saying it, but I went to, to Lowe's and there were like 11 people at Lowe's. It was, it was crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about you, Jenny? Um, we are not shelter in place yet, but the governor's close like most everything, but um, food venues can stay open. Hmm. Johnny froze. <laughs> he looks very pensive right now. He's just thinking. Just let He's him just think. Thinking. Let him think, yeah. Andy. Just let him think. <laughs> yeah. But um oh. bless you. <laughs> what was that? We uh I think you, you froze for a good ten seconds and Oh god. <laughs> you were you were stuck like this. Okay, but you're back. I wasn't stuck. <laughs> you were just doing that. He just blacked out for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, John. John Morris. Um, I don't know if you have a um, uh, if you have a microphone hooked up, but but you you are you are now here to talk. If you would like to, you have to. Yeah. What's up, John? Hello, everyone. Can you hear hey, me? John. Hey, John. Hi. Yeah. Nice to meet you by voice. Yeah, yeah. nice to meet you. <laughs> Likewise. So um, obviously a lot of us were jealous that you had the um, lovely event in the East Coast in Baltimore at the Penn Show. Uh, looked, <laughs> yeah. looked awesome, sounded awesome. I wish that was there. I know a lot of us wish we were there. Are you ever going to consider coming out to the West Coast, either San Francisco, Seattle, or Good Vancouver? question. <laughs> Good question, Johnny Tim. And obviously not now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someday. Right. Johnny, uh, uh, Johnny doesn't really fly, so I think that train ride would be kind of a thing. They That's do have cool. tracks. Yeah. You know what? That would be such a fun trip. Great that would be train or a car by myself with no children. I feel like that was that was mentioned when we were in Baltimore, I think in private, like we talked about that, didn't we? Like the next option trying to go somewhere else uh for that. So yeah. and I mean I'd be definitely down for, for a West Coast trip. It's just I feel like it's the, the logistics are always crazier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going to, to, so um, make you we'll make you come down from Baltimore or excuse me, from Vancouver if uh, if that happens, John. I would totally do it. Totally do it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Good, but maybe uh, like maybe California would be the best. Uh, yeah, we have a, yeah, like the Charles, Charles is, is really great. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's that's close to all the tech buildings, right? Yeah, 
San Francisco? Close to the, the Oracle building and close oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. the venture. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, there with, I was I drove by that place with uh, Mark uh, when I was in San Francisco for the um Yeah. For the meetups. Yeah. Yeah. Well and I'm I'm hearing in the chat that uh, Charles Berlsheimer is happy to host a West Coast Erasable podcast at Blackwing's headquarters. So Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Somebody screenshot that. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good chatting, uh John. Thanks yeah. for hey John. It's good on. good talking yeah. to you. Yeah, nice guy. Cool. Um, so uh, Charles, uh, speaking of speaking of whom, um, do you you can now talk if you would like to, Charles, and ask your question uh, if you have anything hooked up. My question. Oh, I'm up. Hey, 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 guys. Hey, how's it going over in where you're in Monterey right now, aren't you? I'm in Monterey. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was asked, I was thinking about your parents. I know this has been an interesting, challenging time for my parents. So mm-hmm. kind of wondering yeah. what's going on with you guys and your families outside. Everybody asked about your kids. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, thanks for asking. Yeah. I, my parents live in Fort Myers, Florida with my grandmother. So, uh, my, my last living grandmother. They're on spring break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> nephew had it before he left yeah. Syracuse. He went to spring break. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen some videos of people of that. Yeah, um, like or just not of your nephew, but just in general, people still <laughs> still doing the the spring break thing. Yeah, they they live there. My. My grand, they actually all three of them got hit with the flu really hard before all this happened, or my mom and my grandmother did. My grandmother's turning ninety this year, uh, but my my dad got really sick, and my mom is, is the one who pointed out yesterday that uh, a few days before he was sick, he spent like ten hours in the Seattle airport. And it was right around the time that stuff was going down. And so she's like, he might've had it. Like, we don't know. We, he might've, might've already had it, but they're right now they're doing well and they, they live in the same complex. And so they've, they've just stayed inside exclusively and just kind of taking care of each other and trying to stay out of everybody's way. A lot of the people who live there have left to go back to where they live the majority of the year to be closer to their, 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 uh, their doctors and things like that. Yeah. How about you, Jenny? Cool. Um, so my parents both have compromised immune systems and they're both retired. So um, today, my brothers and I finally talked them into not going anywhere anymore. Um, but I live, that. we've been dealing with the same thing. Yeah. My, they live like three quarters of a mile from here. So if they need something, I can like, you know, leave it on their steps and run. <laughs> but I mean, they're just restless, but yeah. safe. Yeah. My parents are in a similar boat to Johnny's. They both have immunocompromised situations. And um, the so my sister who lives in, um, she goes to school at uh, University of Texas in Arlington, uh, headed back home because they shut down the campus and told everybody to leave. So she went back to Indiana and she got back on Friday and she spent the next few days just like going and hanging out with friends and going here and going there and i was just like stop and just stop so i sent her a bunch of very very urgent sounding uh texts and just like, just like going on tour yeah and just like yeah. which is what she normally does when she goes back home for christmas break and for spring break mm-hmm. and stuff uh summer break so she that's their usual thing and so I told finally convinced her to shelter in place and you know indiana's indiana's going to require that coming up here and on wednesday i think um 
So they're they're good so far. My mom has kind of like a permanent respiratory thing. Like she, we just hung out in Tucson the week before we went to Baltimore and she had a cough and I'm almost certain it was not a COVID-19 related cough because she just always has a cough and she didn't have a fever or anything, but I, I know that she's compromised. So I'm, I'm hoping people are going to start taking it seriously and play it safe. So yeah. So Charles, I hope, I hope your parents are stay healthy and oh, stay yeah. safe. And, they're, 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 you know, yeah. they're in their eighties. They're having fun trying to, you know, trying to keep them. My mom actually went out and got a hair, a hair, went to the hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. she, she sent me a photo and they opened the shop just for her. The, the receptionist came and the, and the hairdresser and the hairdresser wore a full hazmat suit. suit <laughs> Wow. I'd share the photo, but I know it'd become a meme on the internet. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be amazing. So it's, I hope it was, you know, it was, yeah. it was challenging to keep them to stay in, but yeah. yeah. I hope you and Ginger are staying safe and staying in and yeah, no, we're good. good so and everybody's good at Blackwing and we're doing yeah. what we can to share and communicate well, with everybody and just, well, you're uh, well, you're here. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't ask if you want to give us any spoilers for upcoming releases. <laughs> spoilers. We know. can we yeah. can make it the only the last one, one out. You know, it's <laughs> that's you true. Know. Yeah, no, it's that's quite all right. We have has black we, we have some fun things coming up, but you know, cool. Who we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no. the challenge has, period. Has the Blackwing headquarters been affected? I know you said everybody's doing well there, but have you had to like alter any sort of like hours or operation? Well, so we went, no, we went about a week before the California um, order, you know, shelter in place order or state uh-huh. order. We went to work at work at home. So we've been working at home. Gotcha. Our group all works with, you know, Slack and Asana and all those tools. We started using Zoom. Today we had a big Zoom conference call. It was the first to sign after a week and a half to see everybody in one place just to kind of check in and, and visualize. It's great, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, we have a small crew that kind of holding the fort down, uh, trying to get a few products out here and there when we have orders and, and all that. So just trying to catch the backlog up because we did have delays in the yeah. supply chain, you know, going. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for still going on and and also thank you for this amazing blackwing sharpener um it is fantastic the new the new one stage yeah yeah, fan of that. yeah that's been a fun one that's, yeah that's a good one cool we should uh we should have you on more to talk about the creation of that because it's uh it looks like there's a lot more than just you know slapping your name on somebody else's sharpener in place for something like this uh, that that was a long yeah. we've been talking about where when are we going to do our sharpener yeah yeah that's right so. for us and what's the right and that, you know, I can't claim much credit for that. We have a great team, Alex, yeah. who you guys have had on before. Mm-hmm. He, he led yeah. that project and leads most of the new product cool. for Blackwing these days. So, yeah. You can just hang out in Monterey and live the life. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever, Whatever that is. Whatever yeah, life is. If I actually did my bullet journal for a day, I got, it took me about five minutes. You know, <laughs> wake up, got to pee, go back to bed, try to sleep. Yeah. Wash your hands before you go back to bed, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> you do. But, um, All right. Charles, thank you for uh, yeah. for hanging out, and uh, I'll put you back uh, put you back on the attendee list. <laughs> Good chatting. Thank you so much. Thanks for the question. That was. 
Um, I think we have another 10-ish minutes to go, so I figure maybe we can just go until we, until we hit the end. Um, uh, Alan, uh, I, Alan Troutman, I don't know if you're still on, um, but I don't see you in the attendees list. So um, the question Alan had was, what are the best tools you trust your kids with during this time? Um, which I, <laughs> I don't trust my kids with any tools because they'll just <laughs> off the table. But for those of you with actual kids. Um, oh, that's a good question. Best tools, like most expensive pencils. Uh, maybe just, just like, question, like the yeah. most sacred objects, stationary objects that you allow them to. <laughs> like any else, Casco sharpeners or anything like that. They've broken yeah. so many of those. I've just lost count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think, well, I mean, my, my my kids have their own classroom-friendly crank sharpener, which they, my my six-year-old is better at using that than all of my high school students combined. They're always like, <laughs> what is this? I don't understand. Like, there's like, they, I'll watch them like try to stuff it in there for like a minute. I'm like, guys, okay, just give it to me. Give me your pencil. Uh, so that's, that's one. I mean, Henry, just in general, and I know your kids, Johnny, you'd say the same thing. They're, he's pretty flushed black wings. So I feel like that's just as far as pencils go, he's got access to anything he wants. So he comes down and roots through my, my little cubicle organizer thing that I've got in my, in my office and pick something out now and then. Yeah. And field notes. He's like always stealing field notes. That's, that's <laughs> he, he uses them up so fast and he like cuts, cuts pages out of them when he does drawings that he likes, like tapes them up on his wall. Yeah. Like yeah, butcher blue. That'll that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. That's great. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, how much? Yeah, you? my kids. Um, they don't always wait for me to say yes. So sometimes it's something like, oh, I had more black wings than this, and then Rosie's got some black wings. So um, <laughs> there's two elevens everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the short answer is, if I don't want them to have it, I hide it. <laughs> and then like my missing box of 211s i don't know where the hell it went yeah actually i'm pretty sure that's gone but <laughs> but like charlotte has a box of uh 54s around but she guards those herself uh-huh. a box of what the uh 54 the, oh yeah 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 the future ones cool. yeah uh aaron day you are uh you are on air if you um went to oh i see a nice picture of you uh very jovially sitting on a velvet couch. Yeah. Uh, please ask <laughs> <Yep>. your question. <laughs> hey. hey, Aaron, what's up? How's it going? Uh, Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love the couch. Oh, my God. It's at a uh, coffee shop brewery here in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, nice. Anyway, so my question was, uh, do y'all have any practical tips on pursuing writing uh, when y'all are either tempted to leave the inner dialogue story or whatever um, – inside of you or, and um, more specifically like in this season where more people um, are isolated and possibly tempted to despair. Hmm. Um, so despair makes for really gonna, good creative writing. <laughs> can I go for this? Um, routine. Yeah. Like, yeah. like anything. Um, like I have ADD, I mean ADHD, so I need routines and if I want to get writing done, I have to have like that time that I always set aside because then my Catholic guilt will kick in and (laughs) oh, I shouldn't be like, you know, playing my bass outside and drinking coffee right now. I'm supposed to be, you know, doing some writing. So um, 
I do that like in the morning when I first wake up and then later in the morning, if there's anything I have to do on a computer that involves writing, I'll do that. But um, yeah, long, long way of saying routine. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I think with like, I was talking about the songwriting earlier and the biggest difference with me with doing that over the last couple of weeks has been like being limited to being inside. And so it's, it's giving me the great joy of just having no choice, but to finish things like, so I don't know, it's, that's been really great for me to have smaller assignments. I mean, a song is not a small assignment, but it's, you know, you can, you can run through one pretty quickly and then you can spend forever revising it, but you get that really satisfying first draft of that song done within, I don't know, 20 minutes. And I'll have that and just really have fun playing with it for the next few days or something. So I think that's the, the, the biggest thing to me is just giving, when, cause you can cut out when you, when you are forced to cut out all the different voices that you're passing by every day throughout your life and the people that you see, and maybe you don't even realize they're the critics in your head that you see at work or you see a coffee shop or whatever, when they're gone, then suddenly it's a lot easier to quiet the voices in your head. <laughs> at least that's what it is, how it feels for me. Cause now it's just like the voice in my head is just begging to be heard over the sound of shouting children. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, I owe you a letter, Aaron, by the way. Oh. <laughs> so I saw your comment. Yeah. No, we've, we've exchanged many letters and I, yeah, I, I owe you one. So yeah, expect that great. soon. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's take maybe just a couple more. Um, and uh, yeah, then we can, we can wrap it up. Um, Dan Douglas, if you are, um, if you are around, you are, uh, promoted to being able to talk and ask questions. And <laughs> Permission All to right. speak. Thank Great. you very much. Yes. <laughs> hey, Dan. Uh, ha- having Dan. grown up myself in the uh, cornfields of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Really? Uh, oh, hey, Dan. I, I fell in love with pencils back in the 70s with this really cool pencil with this a uh, rectangular eraser that you could remove. Uh, what was it that started for you guys? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, Dan, where did you go to school? I graduated in uh, Southwest Allen County at Homestead. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fellow Hoosier. Fellow Hoosier here. Um, My, my, so the pencils that we use, so I went to, through the Catholic school system, I went to St. Jude um, for grade school and middle school. And when we were like first, second, third-ish grade, um, we used um, those like, um, semi-thick um dixon school pencils that are like kind of a navy blue and um say dixon on them in big letters and they're unfinished at the top and we always had like those big like those pencil cap erasers but we had like special kind of like semi-thick ones um and uh those are what i used there but i didn't like them very much and i will admit that i spent most of my time wishing that i could write in pen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because that's like grown up, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think for me, um, I was the exact right ed- age where Yikes pencils were the cool pencils that we all wanted to use. So used a lot of Yikes pencils at home and uh, when I was permitted at school. Um, and then also um, those crappy pencils that have the like little points that you take out and you put in the back and, you know, the... I, oh, yeah, I, I remember. Hate, yeah, hate those now, but I love those back in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. What about you, What about you, Johnny? <clears throat> Probably the Eberhard Faber and uh, Faber-Castell American. My, mm. I think this is what my parents bought, and they have the same little ferrule as this, and they're very simple. And um, like whenever I like fancy pencils, I always sort of gravitate back toward the aesthetic of um, like late 20th century 
cheapish American pencils. Nice. Yeah. And I like getting into all the, the heavy duty stationary stuff. I got into fountain pens first. And so I went through that in high school. You're a kid? Oh, in high school. Well, yeah. Like, cause I didn't really like, I didn't think about pen. I wasn't, I didn't really get into pencils until I was much older. So like I got, I was, I loved good pens when I was younger. Um, and then, and then the pencil that broke me out was, or that got me into this was that I found a, a Dixon Ticonderoga round, which I, I've never found another one since because I don't think they were like that. They didn't make a ton of them, I guess, or or at least they were, or it was older than I thought it was because I found a half sharpened round Ticonderoga that like really like got my my mind running because I liked round pencils and I think I had some Steinbeck stuff going on in my head where I knew yeah. <laughs> I knew I was looking for some kind of round pencil because I was so obsessed with Steinbeck. I will say yeah. there was one pencil and I it was a uh, a pencil type that shall not be named. Uh, rhymes with mechanical uh (laughs) but my my fourth grade teacher mrs harveth had mechanical pencils that looked exactly that looked like wooden pencils like they they were colored and like the they they colored to look like an actual wooden pencil and now you see a lot more of those i think paper may makes one but like it was something like that and that was the coolest thing to all of us that entire year of fourth grade so we all wanted those i remember being like obsessed with that (laughs) Well, thank you, Dan. Do you still live in Fort Wayne or are you elsewhere now? Uh, no, I'm up in uh, Cleveland. Oh, nice. Very yeah. cool. It's funny. I know a guy named Dan Douglas in Fort Wayne, um, but I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice chat. And thank you for coming on. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so we should probably wrap it up. Um, I have a bunch more questions on here and uh, maybe what we can try to do throughout the next little while is just like type answers out to some of these questions where that that's easy to answer. If anybody is interested in that, you're going to do a lightning round. Uh, oh, wait, we have to do Terry Beth's <laughs> Terry Beth's she just, question. She just wants a happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. So um, let's uh, hold on a second here. Terry Beth, if you are, um, uh, if you have audio hooked up. Hey, Terry Beth. Hey. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Sunday, it's your birthday. Yeah. Should we all, should we all, should we all sing you happy do. birthday? You should. Yeah. You should. Um, actually, you know what I'm going to do? Um, I can unmute everybody oh. <laughs> in this call. So, oh, shoot. You know what? I can only unmute all the panelists. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Wait, oh, well. so, so somebody else say something. Um, like, not one of us. You don't have to sing. <laughs> no, I want to sing. Okay, I think I've just unmuted everybody, but maybe it's just the three of us. But should we sing? Let's try it. Well, the okay. delay will make it happen. The delay is going to be really hard. but uh, <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Break it's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's try it. It's going to sound great. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. To you. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Terry Beth Ledbetter. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Good chatting with you. Cool. Thanks, Terry Beth. <laughs> Happy birthday! Um, cool. We should we should probably um, uh, wrap it up. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Sure. sure. Yeah, Johnny. Where can people find you on the internet? I think I know where to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, you can find me at pencilrevolution.com, where it has been updated more lately, obviously, and on social media at Pencilution. Thanks, Tim. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Nice. And I am uh, at uh, woodclinch.com, my first post in months now. Now I'm there. Put that up yesterday. Um, or andy.wtf, and you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram as at awelfly. So uh, this is the Erasable Podcast. Johnny, prep your outro music. <laughs> Get ready. Oh. <laughs> um, this is the Erasable Podcast. Uh, we are at erasable.us. You can find this episode at uh, episode 136 at erasable.us slash 136. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook as at Erasable Podcast. And you can join our Facebook group, which is at facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable. So uh, I'm going to go through and thank our, um, our uh, producer level Patreon subscribers. By the way, you can find uh, our Patreon at patreon.com slash Erasable. That is Alex Jonathan Brown, Ann Sype, Bob Ostwald, Bobby Letzinger, Chris Jones, Chris Metzkis, Chris Ulrich, Dave McDonald, Dave Tubman, Fourth Letter, Gangster Hotline, Hans Zulman, Hunter McCain, Jacqueline Myers, uh, Jason Dill, Jay Newton, Joe Crace, John Bainon, Johnny Baker, Kathleen Rogers, Kelton Weens, Larry Grimaldi, Leslie Tuzo, Mary Collis, Measure Twice, Michael Diolosa, Mike Hagen, Random Thinks, Sarah Hunter, Stuart Lennon, Tana Feliz, Terry, Bed Led, Terry Beth Ledbetter, uh, thank you, happy birthday, and Think Travel Eat. Uh, thank you all very much, and we will see you very soon. Hit it, Johnny. Stay safe. Which one of you is going to sing? Him is. <laughs> uh, I think that's you, Johnny. Uh, You're a one-man I'm band. A singer in the band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe just the music then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. How many times did you go? I don't remember. Uh, more. Yeah. More next time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. And uh, yeah, we will, we will catch you next time. Mwah. Love you.